I want to thank you for joining me for this uh, live video that I'm doing on Facebook. I probably will upload this to my YouTube channel a little bit later on today. But for those of you that are able to join me live or by replay on Facebook, thanks for um, joining. And uh, today I want to talk about uh, the magical power of words. I want to talk about the power of words, uh, something that has been really, really effective for me in in my life. This is a principle that I got a hold of really early on in my life, and that is the, the power of language, the power of words, and something that I've seen work for me a lot, something I've seen work for other people a lot. Some of what we're going to talk about does have uh, research-based science behind it that supports uh, how you can really change your life by changing the way you talk. Uh, by the power of your words. Now, the other interesting thing is I, I, I want to make this about consciousness. We've been talking about consciousness here on Facebook Live, and um, I want to make it about understanding that we are responsible for our own subjective universe, that we are responsible for our own subjective reality, that the only reality that really exists for any person that's out there is your subjective reality, your subjective experiences, what you've experienced in the past, what you're experiencing in the present moment, and what you will experience in the future. And someone else's reality, unless it intersects with yours, here's what I mean, someone else's experience, what they experience as reality, unless it intersects with yours, you have no awareness of it. You have no consciousness of it whatsoever. Uh, if you think about all the strangers that are driving cars when you're going down the highway, you have no awareness whatsoever of what their lives, their conscious reality, subjective reality, or experience is like. And they don't know what yours is like. So at the end of the day, we're all responsible for our own world. We're all responsible in that sense for creating our own reality. So I just want to touch on how affirmations, the way that we talk, the way that we use our words, being aware of the way that we're talking, being aware of the way that we're using our words can impact us. The words that we think in and how we think with words and in words can affect our experience. It can absolutely change our experience. It can affect our reality, definitely on a subjective level. It can definitely help us to have more joy, more excitement, more positivity, less depression, uh, less anxiety. I think I might already mention that one. By creating change in our subjective world, by examining and changing and being aware of the way that we speak, and then, but then I want to get further than that and I want to suggest to you that it can also create change for us in our objective universe, in the world that's out there and that it does have an important role to play in what people understand to be the law of attraction. If you, every magical system, we think about this, the, the idea of magic words, abracadabra, for example, uh, is the idea of a magic word and we have a tendency to think that that's probably a little bit childish. You know, like one of the things that I taught my kids was if they wanted something, okay, what's the magic word, please, or pretty please, or pretty please with sugar on top or whatever. Uh, and we say, you know, that's that's the magic word or, or you know, open sesame, all, all this kind of stuff. And we have a tendency to think that it's um, childish thinking 
psychologists would call it magical thinking for sure. But it does, there is a history to this in any magical tradition. So one of the things that I've done <clears throat> since leaving uh, the pulpit and pastoring was examine other religions and other spiritual systems. And one of the things that I really was drawn to and interested in was magical systems, occult systems, everything from folk magic to Haitian magic to Wicca to ceremonial magic to hermeticism. And when you look at these systems of magic, they all have words of power. Even shamanic traditions typically will have words of power that are encoded into their initiation, that's part of their initiation, that's part of the secret tradition that's passed down. And so we can either dismiss that all as the foolishness of ancient people, who I don't think were stupid, or we can look at this and say maybe there's something to this. Maybe there's something to magic words. Maybe there's something to the power of words. Maybe there's something to affirmation. And maybe it's something that we should take seriously. And maybe it's something that we can do. Maybe it is the thing that we can do to really affect change in our subjective universe, in our experience, and make change in the objective world as well. There's a reason <laughs> that when it, in relationship to words, that it's called spelling. Because, you know, when you're spelling a word, uh, when you're creating a word, writing a word, you're spelling it. There's a reason it's called spelling, because words create spells. They absolutely do. So we can become, we can live under a spell based on the way that we think in words in our mind. And we can put others on under a spell by the way we speak to them. Other people can put us under a spell by the way they speak to us. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of what it happens in therapy is finding out what were the spells that people put on you when you were a child. What, what were the words that you heard over and over again about yourself? What, and it doesn't always have to be repetition. It can be repetition, something that a parent told you over and over again or an authority figure, but all it takes really is one event that is emotionally significant for you or emotionally painful for you, or we might call it traumatic for you with information that goes with that event. And that information that oftentimes comes in the form of words becomes like a governing frame or a spell that rests and sits over your life. So people sit under a spell that says, I'm worthless. People sit under a spell that says, I'm inferior. Everybody else is better than me. One of the things that can happen to people in trauma, and we don't think about this as being traumatic, but if you didn't get, if you had some learning disabilities that did not get identified early on, or you had parents, and maybe through no fault of their own, but they weren't really involved in helping you learn. Maybe it's because they didn't know how to help you learn. Maybe it's because they didn't have time because they were working jobs. Uh, maybe, who knows the reason? But here's what I'm saying. For, I'll give you an example. My son last year in the fifth grade was given his first research project. He had to find a, a pioneer. He had to pick from a list of pioneers, uh, like, Old West pioneers, 
He picked Wild Bill Hickok and had to research them and write a report about their life and then put together a poster board presentation, a PowerPoint presentation, some kind of a presentation that he would give orally in the class. So it was like his first major project. Now, having my having three college degrees and master's degree and all that stuff, I've done a lot of projects. And it's easy to sit there and assume that the teachers are helping them in school or that he knows how to do it. So I decided to help him with this project, and I sat with him and had to do with him 100% of the project. I had to hold his hand every way, uh, the entire way, and I probably did more of the project than he did from the perspective of trying to teach him, not from the perspective of trying to do it for him so he got a better grade but trying to teach him how to put together a project like that and walking him through it step by step. And as a result, he got an A on that project. Now, if you've got someone else in school, in his class, whose parents didn't do that for them or didn't have the time to sit down with them and walk them through that, and this kid ends up getting a C, and he looks over at my son who got an A, and let's say everybody else in the class just whizzed through it or something, so he's or he's just noticing the ones that did better than him, the A's, the B's, the whatever. And all of a sudden he's looking around and he can feel like, how is everybody else in the world able to get this stuff and able to do this stuff, but somehow I'm not able to produce in the same way? And so then beliefs might begin to form about inferiority. Beliefs might begin to form about incompetency, uh, the, the, the child's own inability. See, the child's not aware, that, oh, he had a ton more help than what I had. But the child might come up with a thought of, I'm dumb. I'm not as good as other people. Other people are smarter than me. Other people are better than me. See, these are all words. I'm worthless. Other people are better than me. Nothing ever works out for me. Things always go wrong for me. People are smarter inherently. People just do better. Beliefs about myself, beliefs about the world, all that stuff starts getting formed. So, but those are all words. Now, the reason they become spells is because they become governing words over a person's life. So, for example, if a person believes that it's hard to be successful, they believe that things just don't work out for them or that other people can do it more effectively. They could be listening to a motivational message, and that motivational message is not motivating them. That motivational message, in fact, is making them, is is presenting to them all the beliefs that they have about themselves and success. So I can go to a, a Tony Robbins conference, or although Tony works on this stuff, so I don't, I don't want to pick on him, but I, you can come to an Aaron Tomlinson TED Talk, <laughs> and I can be t- uh, trying to motivate you to be successful, to have hope, to have a better life, whatever the case may be, but it could bring up for you all of this, these mental frames that are in words, affirmations, really, I'm worthless, I can't be successful, I'm dumb, I don't have the same ability, and all that kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? So, um, sorry, I got a text, I wanted to check on that. Um, <laughs> Then I, I just kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so I'm living under these spells. Well, then these become narratives. 
These become stories, literal verbal stories that we're telling ourselves and building a character inside of ourselves that repetitively does not engage. So if I believe it's hard to be successful, if I believe that it's never going to work out for me, if I believe it's hard for me to change, if I believe that I don't have competency, if I believe that I'm worthless, then I won't be able to take the action that the motivational speaker is giving me. I won't be able to take the advice that might be really sound, solid advice that might really, really work for me that my friend is giving me or that my financial advisor is giving me or whoever it may be. Because at the end of the day, those words of motivation, those words of success, that word of counsel and advice that I'm getting from somebody, it doesn't contain the same power as the words that I heard when I was a child or the words that I've been repeating to myself over and over again or the spells that I'm under. So really good self-change and even good psychotherapy says, okay, let's look at what are the spells that you're living under. What spell has put you in a trance? What spell has caused you to live in unreality? What spell has caused you to live in an illusion? Uh, it's quite possible using the illustration with my son, it's quite possible that other students in the class, in fact, I'm sure they are, uh, that there are other students in the class who are every bit as intelligent as he is and some that are more intelligent than he is. There's some that are every bit as capable as he is and there are some that are more capable than he is. So that is not a fair assessment. But a child could be sitting there watching everybody else get good grades while they struggle. A child with learning disability in math that's not identified can watch everybody else understanding what to do with math problems and they get called up and they can't do it. They can't understand why everybody else can do it, but they can't. A child with ADHD can't understand why everybody else seems to be able to follow directions and know what to do, but they can't. They don't understand the complexities of it. So they take that one moment, they begin to build a narrative about their own abilities, about their own intelligence, about their own self-value. But none of it's real, none of it's true, but all of it is words. All of it is affirmations. All of it is statements about self that become integrated into the subjective reality of the person and then becomes what they experience and governs what they experience. So sometimes they're not successful, not because they're not capable of being successful, but because they don't even try to be successful because they're living in a spell of failure or they sabotage their ability to have connection and relationship with other people by because they don't believe they're worthy of connection or other people, or they don't believe that real love exists, or they believe that all people are users and all people are terrible, or they have doubt, serious doubts about uh, they have imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is a belief, a statement, a spell that says, oh, everybody says that I'm uh, a great guy. Everybody says that I'm gifted and talented. Everybody says that I'm good looking, whatever the case may be, right, for you. But deep down inside, oh, my God, but if they really knew who I was, if they really knew what my bad days were like, if they really knew what I thought about myself, if they really knew who I was, they wouldn't love me anymore. And so you start to get love and connection and you misinterpret signals from other people as being signals of danger. You misinterpret 
situations or you become so anxious about love and connection that you walk away from a person or abandon a person before they have a chance to abandon you. I'm so afraid they're going to leave that I'm going to leave them. So I'm in control at least. I'm the one that made the decision at least. Or you do something that sabotages your own success. When you're on the verge of success, you sabotage a relationship when the relationship could be uh, healthy for you. And good for you. You don't get the love and connection. And uh, and see, none of this is real. None of this is real. None of this exists in the external world. Again, to stress, if if you have a learning disability or had a learning disability or had ADHD or, heck, just had a bad day when they were explaining a key component of an algebraic equation to you when you were in third grade now, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't learn algebra. Till, well, I didn't learn algebra. Um <laughs> But I didn't start to get taught algebra until like I was a freshman in high school. Now, you know, the stuff they're learning. But but you get my point. You, you had a bad day. And so the objective truth is not that you couldn't understand it. The objective truth is not that you couldn't learn it. Maybe they didn't cater to your learning style. Who knows? My point is the reality of it doesn't exist out there in the objective world. The reality, the only place it exists is inside your own mind. You're under that spell of I'm worthless. And with that spell, with those words, I'm worthless, comes feelings of worthlessness. Comes movies, mind movies, and the imagination of worthlessness. Uh, A highlight reel of memories running through my brain of the times that I felt worthless or that I I, I had an experience that confirmed my own belief about the experience that then lends support to my experience that I'm worthless. But none of this exists out there. None of this exists in the world out there. None of it literally is real in the sense that it's happening out there in objective reality. The only reality that it has is the reality and the power that I'm giving it through the trance that I'm living in and the spell that I'm under. So again, change and transformation in good therapy is finding out what spell were you put under and then let's break that spell and let's put you in a different spell. Because at the end of the day, you can't get away from spells. You can't get away from spells. You can't get away from internal narratives. You can't get away from your internal self-talk. The question really is, is what is that spell producing for you? Is that spell producing the magic for you in your life and in your experience that you want to have? Or is that spell producing for you pain and sorrow and failure and disappointment and all that stuff? Now, the really good news is that you don't necessarily have to go back and undo every negative spell that's been put on you in your life. You don't have to find every time you had a bad day at school uh you you can just look at your present reality you can just listen to your self talk you can look at the movies just just pay attention on the inside be present to what's happening within you be present to the thoughts that are in your mind and realize that none of it's real out there all of it's only real in here but you can absolutely change it <clears throat> you can change it by number 1 Finding what those words are and undoing them. I'm worthless. I can't do this. Nothing ever works out for me. 
The world is a horrible place. People are terrible people. Uh, in general, whatever your beliefs are, whatever those words are, whatever feels down here, you know, like you got a feeling down here of just inferiority. If that feeling down there had a voice, what would it say? What would it be saying to you? You suck. <laughs> so, or I suck or whatever the case may be. Like that's what that, that's what that's saying to me, right? Uh, so I bring that to the surface and I realize that's just a spell. And I can challenge that. I can break those thoughts and I can challenge them. I can say that has no existence. That's not true. Like challenging negative beliefs and negative statements, figuring out ways to undo that spell. Do I really suck? Um, <clears throat> what do I suck at? How do I know that I suck? Am I really worthless? What worthless compared to what? Worthless compared to whom? Who told me that I was worthless? How do I know that I'm worthless? Am I always worthless in every situation? See, I just start questioning that and pretty soon I can begin to break that down. But you're just, you're just going to have to find something that works for you. You may find a, a good coach or a good life coach or a good therapist or even a, just a good friend and start this exercise where you just begin to undo and unwind some of those negative beliefs and statements that you've been saying to yourself or breaking those spells. But you don't even have to do that because the flip side to this, and I want to stress this again, you cannot get away from this principle. You're always going to be creating spells. You're either going to be creating spells that bind you or you're going to be creating spells uh, you, you're going to be creating spells that bind you, or you're going to be creating spells that limit you. You're going to be creating spells that make your experience miserable, or you're going to create spells that enhance your life. You're going to create spells that work for you. You're going to create spells that enrich your experience. At the end of the day, you're the mage. You're the magician over your own life. And the power to create spells over your life is in the power of your words. And so what I'm encouraging you to do and inviting you to do in this video is to become the, your own magician. Own the magical part of you. Own the mage or magician or uh, shaman or witch or whatever works for you. Uh, on the inside of you and begin to spell your own life, begin to work your own magical spells that will work for you. And the best way to begin to do that, the simplest way to begin to do that is positive affirmations. Now, these are all over the Internet. You can uh, Google positive affirmations and you can get lists and lists and lists of positive affirmations. But that's, and, and that's okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to encourage you to create your own magic, to make your own magic, to find your own affirmation, your own spell that you want to create. So let's say that you want to create a spell for well-being. Uh, I just want to have well-being in my life. Well, what does well-being look like for you? Because it's going to be different for everybody. I suppose there's some general things we could talk about, right? Like well-being for me is going to look like health, physical health. So if I've got something in my body that's caused or a habit or a behavior that's causing me to be unhealthy, <clears throat> then I might want to address that. Uh, so I might want to put health in my spell, something about health. Um, for me, mental well-being, um, feeling good. And feeling good involves having pleasurable 
experiences. So I might want to put something about pleasure or pleasurable experiences into my affirmation. So I want to find out what ingredients I'm putting in my spell, right? <laughs> uh, so I want to put physical health. I want to put mental uh, health. And I want to put feeling good and having pleasurable experiences. I want all that to be a component of my spell, <clears throat> my affirmation. And then I want to put it in the positive, not the negative. So I'd never want to have my affirmation, what I don't want. I want to be able to transform it into what I do want. So, and here's why. Because your brain, on certain levels, cannot process on deeper levels and subconscious levels where these things work. Your brain does not process a negative. It does not process a negation. In other words, if I were to tell you, don't think about a purple elephant. I don't want you to think about a purple elephant right now. Even just to process those words, you had to conjure up an image or a thought about a purple elephant. So when you try to negate something, you're just impressing on the subconscious mind or impressing on yourself the thing you're trying to stop. You're giving your focus and your energy to the thing that you don't want instead of your focus and your energy to the thing that you do want. So instead of, uh, I want to lose weight, I want to stop smoking, I want to stop drinking, I want to stop eating junk food, uh, I want to change those to, I want to look my best. Uh, I want to be healthier. I want to live longer. I want to feel better. Those kinds of things. So I want to make sure that my affirmations, my spells, are always in the positive. I want to make them... I want to start by making them as general as possible. So if I have a belief that says I'm worthless, that can be a really powerful belief, right? So I may just want to change that to I'm valuable. I have value. I am a person of worth. And I want to work on that by saying that out loud to myself over and over and over again. Repetition. I'm building a different pathways and patterns in my brain and in my mind. Um, doing a new spell, then I want to put it uh, like self-beliefs are really powerful. So I want to, I want to attach myself to it. I want to start usually with I am. I am. Because that's a being word. It's not a doing word. Uh, what I mean by that is it really affects you at the level of understanding who you are. Uh, at the level of your identity, at the level of your isness. I am is an is word, right? For those of you that are into certain spiritual pathways, I am is the name of God or, or the presence of the divine within you, whatever, however you understand that. But so I am, and I want to put it in the present tense and I'm going to come back to this in a minute. Uh, and that's where I'll quit. So by putting it in the present tense. So let's come back to my spell for well-being. So I am, I am taking the right steps to enhance my physical health. I am 
feeling good about myself, enjoying my life, and creating many pleasurable experiences for myself and others with great ease. That's the example of a longer affirmation. There's the shorter affirmations. I'm valuable. I am capable. I can do this. I've got this. Those are incredibly powerful. But sitting down and really working through what is it that I really want to have and putting together a nice little spell that's one really long run-on sentence or like I just did or two or three sentences Really putting the ingredients in there, really getting the languaging right with it, meaning that you're stating it in the positive, you're stating it in the present tense, you're making it specific but not so specific that it's unlikely to happen because the odds are just too crazy. Like, I want to have material wealth is... Pretty general. It's not as general as I want as money comes to me. Because <laughs> that maybe just means I pick, find a quarter or a penny or a nickel every day, right? So wealth is a little bit more specific. But wealth is relevant to every person. So maybe it is I want to increase my wealth by 25%. Maybe that's getting a little bit more specific. I want someone to give me $10 million. (laughs) Good luck with that. For one thing, that's not in someone else's power. So this is something else I want to say about affirmations. Positive, present tense, vaguely specific or generally specific, but also something that as a general rule is under your power. I'm doing everything in my power to enhance my physical health, my mental and emotional well-being, and to create positive and pleasurable experiences for myself and others, and I'm doing it with ease. And then embed that, work that spell, work with that spell, feel it. And this is why creating your own magic is so important, because you have to be able to feel it. If it's not affecting you at an emotional level, in either a positive or negative way, it's not a spell. It's not powerful enough. It has to have the power to affect you, either positively or negatively, for it to be a spell. And what we want to do is help you create a positive spell. I'll do some more on this where I'll walk through this. I'm just kind of doing a general introduction to this. And then I'll come back and maybe walk through it more specifically. But lastly, and importantly, even though your spell is for something in the future, I'm trying to create change. If I'm trying to create any kind of change, then I don't have the change right now. If I had the change right now, I would need to change it. But here's the funny thing about creating change. The future does not exist. The future does not exist yet. Now, I know people will debate that, but just let that go for a second. For those of you that think all time exists at all time, uh, you haven't experienced it yet. So you want to take what 
you're wanting for the future and put it, bring it into the present and feeling that in the now is super important. Right now, I am doing everything in my power to enhance my physical health, my mental well-being, and to create positive and pleasurable experiences for myself and others with great ease. (laughs) Right now, I have that. Right now, I am worthy. Right now, I'm creating change. Right now, (laughs) how about this? Let's close with this. Right now, I'm taking the reins of my own life. Right now, I am becoming the magician over my own life. Right now, I am determining what spells I will live under and what spells I won't live under. Right now, I'm choosing to create magical spells of abundance and wealth for myself and others. Right now, I'm choosing to create magical spells of health and well-being for myself and others. Right now, I'm creating a life that I enjoy. Right now, I'm working towards creating a life that I will enjoy. Right now, I'm working towards creating a world that other people want to belong to. Can you feel that? Can you feel how powerful that is? Just making those affirmations. Right now, I'm becoming the magician of my own life. Right now, I'm choosing what spells I will allow to govern my life and what spells I will not allow to govern my life. Right now, I'm creating magic that's producing abundance for myself and for others. Right now, I'm creating wealth for myself and for others. Right now, I'm creating health and well-being for myself and for others because I am the magician over my own life. And my words have power. My words have the power to change my world. My words have the power to affect change that's positive and to the benefit of other people in the world. Just start making affirmations like that. Can you feel that? Can you feel that if you're doing that with me? I hope you can. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for this video. I hope it's been helpful for you. I hope uh, it's been productive for you. If uh, I'm going to post this on my YouTube channel. So if you watch this and this brought value to you and you don't want to miss another video, I know it's been a while since I put those up, but go ahead and click the subscribe and the, uh, you, you know, all the buttons to smash, I'm sure. Uh, and please comment on the YouTube video for the algorithm. Comment on Facebook for the algorithm. Uh, and if you are watching this and you're not uh, on my YouTube channel, you're seeing this on another platform or you're hearing this on my podcast, go to my YouTube channel, Aaron R. Tomlinson. Just type it in, Aaron R. Tomlinson, T-O-M-L-I-N-S-O-N. And please uh, subscribe, watch some of the videos, like the videos, and uh, help me uh, get this information out because I think it's so helpful. I think it's so practical. Help me get this information out to other people. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, whatever time it is for you. Morning, afternoon, evening, (laughs) late at night. I hope it's great. Thanks for watching.